Hello and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is July 18th. Well, guys, lo and behold, I asked for 16 countries, and sure enough, Puerto Rico has joined our listening group. I am just thrilled and overjoyed. So, bienvenidos to Puerto Rico. Yay! Dedicating the podcast today to our Lord Jesus Christ, because he is everything we need, and I thank him for everything he does. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now reading from In Touch magazine, it says, one day at a time. The Bible gives clear rules for some situations, but for others, we may not know how to proceed. Perhaps you're unsure whether to look for a new job or pursue a certain friendship, or maybe you can't tell if a desire is selfish or good. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said to start by giving God top priority. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all that you need will be provided to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. We need not fret about basic necessities or anything else, and that includes decision-making. When we're not sure what to do in a certain situation, Jesus' words become our compass. Narrow your lens to this day. 
and moment by moment seek his kingdom and his righteousness. What that looks like may vary from one day to the next, but when we choose to honor Christ by making the next best decision, we leave room for the Holy Spirit to guide our heart. Amen. God's promises day by day. Psalm 119 says, Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. Have you ever thought of going to a church as a divine appointment? Have you ever thought of a Bible study as a divine appointment? That Jesus is patiently, personally waiting to meet you there? What a difference it would make in our attitude of expectancy and our habit of consistency if we truly wrapped our hearts around the knowledge that each is a divine appointment, that Jesus himself is waiting to meet with us. Amen. God's way day by day. True hope. So many people, <clears throat> so many people I know live under a terrible cloud of, I hope I've done enough to please God. They hope they've read enough of the Bible and prayed enough. They hope God will forgive them. They hope they'll be considered worthy of heaven. Such concern isn't true hope. True hope lies in saying, thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for Jesus Christ and what he did for me on the cross. Thank you for giving me your Holy Spirit to guide me and comfort me. Amen. Good food for thought, right? And now, commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Are you dialed in If there is a problem with our prayers being answered, it is on our end, not on God's. There's nothing wrong with God's broadcast signal, but unless we are tuned in correctly, we are not going to receive it. If you've been wondering why your prayers remain unanswered, here is your answer. You need to persevere until you have correctly dialed into God's frequency of answers. Prayer is answered only when its ultimate motive is magnification and glorification of God. Bow your head. Father, I know that you hear and answer prayer. Remove anything that would hinder my ability to hear from you. In the name of Jesus, I command the lines of communication to be opened so I can receive from heaven without interference. All the answers I need are found in you, so I will seek you for divine insight. I will press in until I enter into communion with you. Circumcise my heart, Father, so that my heart is right before you and my motive in prayer is only to glorify and magnify you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more prayers.
And now, prayers from the wilderness. Close your eyes, bow your head. Dear Lord, my prayer today is one of praise for your grace. I praise you for grace covering me when I was oblivious to your hand working in my life. I glorify you for the ministering angels I did not recognize, but they listened to your voice of grace and not my voice of self-will. I praise you for saving grace which protected me from my youthful foolishness to bring me into a life of divine purpose. And I praise you for the wisdom to know it was your grace that pursued me and prevented the adversary from destroying your plan for my life. Father, I praise you for the power of grace. When mediocrity attempts to seep into my spirit, grace speaks and tells me who you created me to be. When the adversary creates battles in my mind, grace attacks his thoughts and replaces them with your words of peace, hope, and joy. When I feel like my life is on hold, grace reminds me you have an appointed time for all things. And when I feel alone, grace fills me with your spirit of love. Father, as I reflect on the spiritual archives of my life, I can see the story of grace written on every page. I can see the places where the adversary was attempting to lead me and the traps that were set. My downfall was scheduled and manipulated by him, but your grace stepped in and prevented his assault. Father, I glorify you for teaching me. Your grace is sufficient for me and your strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I praise you for my weakness that surrenders to your grace. Lord, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your perfect gift of grace. It is another expression of your unconditional love. It cannot be earned. I can, it cannot be repaid. You bless me, protect me, and lead me with your grace. And for that, I give you honor, praise, and glory to the highest. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 84 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withheld from those who walk uprightly. And Ephesians 2 says, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Jesus Christ, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Amen. Amen. And now, God's purposes for your life. Nehemiah 1 says, Oh Lord God, I cried out. 
oh great and awesome God who keeps his promises and is so loving and kind to those who love and obey him, hear my prayer. Do you really see God as being able and willing to handle all the challenges you bring before him? Nehemiah did. Upon hearing about Jerusalem's devastated condition, he mourned, fasted, and prayed for God's intervention, trusting that the Lord would help. Nehemiah used three Hebrew terms demonstrating what he believed about God's character. He called him Yahweh, the living one who is absolute in faithfulness. Elohim, indicating the Lord's infinite power, and Adonai, which means ruler over all. Nehemiah was bringing his request before the throne of grace with full confidence in God. And the Lord answered Nehemiah's prayer in a powerful way. He gave Nehemiah favor for King Araterxes, who sent Nehemiah back to Jerusalem with all the resources he needed to rebuild the city. The Lord worked a miracle for Nehemiah, and he can do the same for you as well. So approach him with complete confidence that he will hear and answer your prayers. Remember that he is absolute in faithfulness and infinite in power. Jesus, I truly believe that you can and will help me. Hear my prayer, my awesome God. Amen. Stay with us. I'll be back with more. Hope for each day talks about trusting in God's love. Psalm 103 says, From everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear Him. Most of us are pretty good at worrying, aren't we? When worries come, however, I found it helpful to counter them with the Bible's promises about God's steadfast love. He loves us, and no matter what happens to us, He never abandons us. We know this because Jesus Christ demonstrated God's love for us by giving his life for our salvation. Does this mean that things will never go wrong or that we'll never have any problems? Absolutely not. But it does mean that nothing we experience ever catches God by surprise or is too big for him to handle. Even when our day seems dark, God never leaves us, nor does he allow anything to come our way that can overwhelm us. Make it a practice to thank God every day for the blessings you have. Thank him each day for his love. Worries flee from a spirit of gratitude. Then, when problems do come, commit them in faith to God Since God takes care of the smallest birds, Jesus said, Can't we trust him to take care of us? Are you not much more valuable than they? Trust in God's love. Amen. Because God is the giver and source of life, 
He has a legitimate claim upon our lives. He is our heavenly father, and he has the right to expect us to be his loyal and loving children. Because I am his child, he also longs to have fellowship with me. The story of the prodigal son, which you can read in Luke 15, is a revelation of God's desire for human fellowship. He yearns over his children who have wandered far from him and longs for them to come home and be near him. All through the Bible, we see God's patience and perseverance as he pursues misguided and obstinate men and women, men and women who were born to a high destiny as his sons and daughters, but who strayed from his side. From Genesis to Revelation, God is constantly saying, return to me and I will return to you. No matter how far you've strayed, God still loves you and he wants to welcome you home forever. Amen. Here's the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, and taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, and not as I would have it trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Father, how grateful we are that you are so patient with us and that you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter. I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message deeply into the heart of every person who hears it and that we will respond in wisdom. What does obedience require of me? That I walk in obedience and find the awesome, thrilling joy of obeying our living God. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody needs the Lord. Believe, pray, grow. Have the courage to conquer. This is a marvelous privilege that God has bestowed upon us. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's Get These Blessings Started is a podcast that is for you. It is for me. It is for us. It is our connection to God. All he wants is our attention. 
And then he just outpours love on us over and over and over again. So I'm going to see you tomorrow so we can get some more love. Be blessed. Bye for now.